right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Young Black Suburban. Today we have a very, very interesting guest on the show. We've been chatting before we started, uh, and I, I assure you that this is going to be a great uh, episode. We have Dylan Kelly on the show. Kelly Pleasure or to Kelly. 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 On the show, he's an actor. Right. <laughs> he's an actor, filmmaker, also uh, balloonist. Balloonist? No. No. no <laughs> Part-time comedian, yeah. uh, writer. Oh uh, yeah, singer. singer. Yeah, jack of all trades. How you doing, Dylan? I'm alive. Yeah. Can you believe it? Uh, <laughs> From these stories already, <laughs> it's oh hard to believe. God, I can't believe I'm actually yeah, right now. yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, uh, and how are you? I'm great. That's yeah, great. no one ever asked me if I'm good. You know how, I'm, how I'm doing? That? Uh, what I, kind of fucked up shit? Is yeah, that? I don't know, man. It's a fucked up world. Yeah, everybody cares about themselves. And but you know what? I'm an actor, so of course all we give a fuck about is ourselves. We're narcissists. Most people in the entertainment industry are narcissists. Yeah, a lot of boxers are narcissists as well. Really? Yeah, you have to be almost. You got to believe that you're better than everybody. So yeah, yeah. You, you can't have yeah. one ounce of doubt that like you're worse than something. That's probably absolutely true. Yeah. That's absolutely. Yeah. So where are you from? You know, you didn't tell me that part yet. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, would you like to know where I was born? Or Everything. Like Just I... start from the beginning. Okay. Give us... I was born... I was born in Bulgaria okay. on April 8th, 1999. I was born in Bulgaria on April 8th, 1997. Uh, I was given up. 1997. 1997. I was, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm old now. I just turned 25. I was 13 when you were born. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you remember, you remember everything. I remember, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I was in... Uh, High school at that time, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Said everyone home. So you're making me feel really old right now because <laughs> well, to me are. September 11th Listen, was yesterday. Who buys Bella? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So we were in gym class. We had no idea. Boxing. No, 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 no. High school. We were playing basketball or whatever. They cut all the lights off. They told everybody to get down on the ground. Cause they didn't know like if a plane was going to hit anywhere, you know, at the time. So everyone was heightened and everything. And then they let us go back to class and we saw on TV what was happening. And, yeah, and we, we still didn't really grasp what was going on. I went home that day. The streets were clear. Yeah. Um, I seen like what we would call today, today proud boys. This is right in uh, Marsville. So yeah, I go there a lot. Yeah, cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got people all of a sudden over over hours turning into patriots, wanting to go to war within hours of getting hit by the time we didn't even know who did it, and, and you know, Morris was a very Republican state. Yeah, Not town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am intelligent. I wasn't. You're good. You're good. Um, so so. You're 25. 25, uh, born in Bulgaria, yeah. April 8th, 1997. I was given up for adoption. Okay. When uh, the day I, the day that I was born, um, I was in an orphanage for two and a half years. So as you know, there was like 30 other babies. I didn't get the attention I needed. I wasn't 
treated right. This was in Bulgaria. This was in Bulgaria, okay. in the orphanage. Okay. So what happens in that situation is, um, you know, uh, you know, children, the, their most important developmental age is between zero and four. Mm-hmm. That's when their brains will grow. I was already halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Isn't it a miracle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I think explains a lot, don't you? And um, so when I was uh, when I was about two, I I was I did finally get adopted. I was I finally became the chosen one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was by a, a, a German American family who brought me to New Jersey. Yeah, we're at New Jersey. Uh, at Edison. New Edison, New ain't that the hood? Isn't that? No, no, it's not Edison. No, that is not the. Much of, uh, I can't say anything. You know what? Fuck political correctness. Yeah, a bunch, of, a bunch of Indians and Arabs and a bunch of white boys who think they're hood. Okay, that's where I live. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where I live. Okay. See, I'm like, calm down. You live on Albany Street. Let's relax. Yeah, right? let's chill. You live next to a Seven Eleven, and you know there's a, a Menlo Park Mall is right next. Calm down. So. Right. You, you you spoke. We're gonna finish uh, finding out who you are. But you spoke. Oh, so we're <laughs> we uh, you talked about your early early development and how that's important, and that you missed out on two years of your early development. Did you feel like that affected you when you started school? Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, my mom put me in um, speech therapy. Right. Because I was delayed. Right. Because I was teaching that as younger. I couldn't walk, I couldn't talk. Mm. But I remember I was for when I wanted more of something because I was hungry, I would do do this. So you have sign language, language right, right. Just get more. Right, right. And um, you know, when I would eat, I would gobble down food. I mean that's probably because of the fact they weren't feeding me up there. Right. And right. I had a speech therapist and uh, you know, just how to cope with it. How to deal with behaviors and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, which yeah. obviously didn't work for the family. So, <laughs> um, so she wasted all that money. Yeah. And here I am. That's so, it, man. Yeah. And um, did you go to school in Edison? I did go to school in Edison, and I hated every minute of it. Yeah. I was not a popular kid. I was a weird kid. You know, I... So, you know, I struggled with my sexuality a lot. So I tried to fuck as many women as I could to prove to myself that I wasn't gay. Right. Because I felt in my brain that it would make my dad proud, Mm -hmm. even though he had passed. Right, right. That if I could be him. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted to be my father. Right, right, right. Because I didn't know him that well. Right. And I always wanted to be him. So, and epitomized him and the kind of guy he was. So I would call family and friends and say, Tell me about daddy. What was he like? Who was he as a person? Oh, he was a legend of party. He was the greatest guy in the world. He'd give you the shit off his back. He was funny. He was just an amazing human being. And, um, you know, I miss him a lot. Mm-hmm. And my family now that I have, I don't get along with because they think that it's sick that I don't move on from it. Mm-hmm. What they don't understand is that I just want to know. Once I know what I feel, what I feel, not what they feel, mm-hmm. when I feel like I know what's enough, I'll be ready to move on. Right, right. But nobody ever truly moves on from a trauma. Yeah. You never move on. No. You no. can, you 
can recover ish, yeah. but you never heal. Yeah, I, I totally understand. And that's that. what this film I'm working on is about. It's about, or that I finished is about a trauma. It's called The Visit. Okay. And it took place um, when I was in the rehab the first time I had a drug overdose mm. <clears throat> back in um, October of uh, 2016. I was homeless at the time. My parents took me out. And I. Uh, but what age were you when your father passed away? I was. Five. You were five. Okay. I was five. So from the age of five until let's say you were going out on your own, you had all these questions and you actually no outlet. No outlet. I couldn't ask questions until I got my children. Right. So you felt like you were kind of in a situation where you were trapped. You couldn't really express yourself the way you wanted to express yourself. What kind of family did you live with? Were they a conservative family or? Uh, my family's uh, my family is uh, democratic, mm -hmm. so they're very liberal. But my my mother, I love my mother to death. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's an amazing human being, but she's very very negative, mm -hmm. and I can't be around that. And that's why we decided to go our separate ways. Right. So you're estranged from your mom. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I love her to death, and it's a shame because I know when she dies, I'm going to regret it. Mm -hmm. But. I'm working on that now yeah. so that I'll be able to deal with it. And it's not, it's not of our faults. It's not her fault she doesn't get along with me. It's not my fault I don't get along with her. I love her. Yeah, I'd yeah. kill for her. I'd give her right, anything right, right, she right. wanted. The thing is, um, we just don't see eye to eye on a mm -hmm. lot of things. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. I don't think she, she claims she accepts that I'm gay. I don't really think she does. I know, I know she doesn't. Mm -hmm. You know, and to be a teenager and to be bullied and called names by your own parents. Yeah, that's rough. You know, yeah. about because of their sexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, you know, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. I have a similar situation, but it's not because of who I am. It's because of who they are. <laughs> um, and, you know, your mom is supposed to be the person that loves you no matter what. Um, she does. It, yeah. But from it, a distance. So... I kind of relate in that way because, you know, my mom, was she left our family when I was 13 um, and she would be gone for a long time. I wouldn't see her or know what she was doing. Um, and that kind of made me feel like, damn, you know, that, that's my mom. She's supposed to be the person that yeah. is there no matter when no, when no one else is, yeah. you're supposed to have your mom. So. I kind of relate to you in that way as far as not having that closeness. Uh, but what we have to do, and as far as my opinion is, is find out how to tolerate certain people in our lives, live with certain people in our lives at a distance, at a long, like arm's length, uh, because they will kind of drain on you. You drain on them Absolutely. and it'll be toxic. It's a toxic back and forth thing. Right. And let's talk about it. It's disagreement mm -hmm. which is what is going on now i'm going to backtrack a little not forward track whatever you want to do going, it's going uh let, let's talk about how that resonates in today because people who disagree instead of calmly talking about it we have people like trump and putin and biden and all these people and let's go back to the capital riots so we had all these people that were attacking the Capitol. They had a fucking noose yeah. for Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. And we're backtracking. 
we are backtracking. Yeah, We're not on. moving forward. Right, 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 right. So instead of coming together as a community or country. Or even as a family. Or as a family. Yeah. Um, we're backtracking. We're going back in time. Yeah. Which is going to be the dis- destruction of our universe. Well, we might have to <laughs> go back so we can go forward. Unfortunately, the, I the cycle. I disagree. Yeah, you I, think I, so? I, I think so. I think. I think. I think it's not. You can't stop it right now because technology is really the the driver of i think technology is the root of all evil it's the driver of everyone's opinion right now you can tell i think it's anybody is terrible facebook is terrible i couldn't find you TikTok is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't find you on there <laughs> yeah, i think it's all like i see people at dinners yeah, yeah, yeah. what happened to and you know you got you're in your 30s 37 yeah. and you 27 okay we're the same age and you are 43. When you and I, in our generation, um, in their generation. generation. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, Make me feel old as shit. Cell phones first started coming out, and we had the sidekicks, and we had stuff like that. But when you said to your friend, meet me at the park at 7.30, you met them at the park at 7.30, you played basketball, you played tackle football, you played manhunt. You yeah. played stuff, you know, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> you went skateboarding. You did stuff. Yeah, you, were, you want to be on the show, man? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> I'm oh, joking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's like, it's wild. It's like, you got me. It's like, uh, yeah, it's a good, it's good so conversation. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's um, totally great. I yeah, love it. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that's what it was. And I miss that. I see people at dinner tables now. I love you, honey. I love you too. Yeah. You go back and get Jackson yeah. all the time. What are you doing? Why are you even out of your house? Yeah. I see it all the time. Well, you're at dinner. Yeah, and at- one, someone's on one phone, and the other, the husband's on one phone, the wife is on the other phone, and the kids are playing on some stupid tablet. Yeah. Like leapfrog or something. I'm guilty of it in my family, too. But yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Whatever uh, yeah. happened, put the phone down. Let's dude. So the phone now, we don't even realize it. We are all androids now. This is an extension of you don't leave your house without your phone. Yeah. This is a part of your body now. It is. You're, you're, yeah, so you're, your we, personal information is attached to like your, your everything. Everything is attached to it. So, so I hate having a phone, people, but I need it to be in this business. People have fake arms. They it's have. Like, isn't that weird to say? I hate taking drugs. You're good, you're good. I hate taking drugs, but I need to take drugs because my banking information is in the drugs. Yeah. You know, exactly. I mean, that exactly. Make sense. And and, and, make and, sense. you gotta start thinking like, all right, this is a part of me now. This is a body part. That's why people are addicted. I train people. I'll be in the middle of training people. You have to wear boxing gloves in, in boxing, obviously. They'll take their glove off, go check their phone in the middle of the workout. I'm like, yo, what are you fucking doing? Right. We have an hour here to train, and, and you're going to actually take your work. wasting. You're paying for it. Now you're wasting, you're wasting time. Minutes, but it's not even that. It's like that you just the psychology that you can't focus. Yeah. 
there's not even anything there. You just want to check it, you know, and the science of it, like, for instance, the swiping is proven that women love to swipe left. That's why you see dating apps. What do you do? Swipe, swipe. left. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they know that it's easier for them to do that than to type in shit. It's something with human nature and especially females. Yeah. So we they're studying. And fat. They're studying and us. Because they don't take the time to take care of their bodies, exercise. We're bashing people right. already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so to talk more about you, you're in Edison, you're in high school, you know, you're getting ready to go out in the world. You already have all these things going on inside of you. Are you angry at this point or are you like, all right, this is my chance to come out into the world and I'm going to be free finally? I'm not angry as much as confused. Okay. I think I was didn't, I was young. I didn't know I was angry, so I just wanted to escape. That's when the drugs began. Okay. So that's when I started partying, Zannies, Percocets, Klonopins. Uh, I don't know why we're getting Klonopins. Yeah, but um, yeah, you know those are strong. And uh, so, but they don't give you a high unless you take a bunch of them. Xanax gives you a high. I can pop five bars in the street, in the streets with pop bars. Xanax, yeah, yeah, yeah. yellow or the two, the white one. I wish I had the school bus. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, no, um, the white one. Yeah, like an extended release, but they, um, oh my god, they work. I know you keep checking your phone to make sure you're tired of talking to me. No, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> Our next guests will be here, and I want to make sure that they're not texting us okay. to find out where we are. I'm sorry about that. No, no um, but, um, do you, yeah, do you, do you remember that. your first time taking drugs? Yeah, yes, I do. And with a group of friends, there's like 20 of us. And this is before they turned in Edison. They call it the Middlesex Greenway. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what it is now. And it's a big bike path that goes for like five miles. And you ride up and down. It's actually quite beautiful. Um, that's like right here in Morrisville. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like that, only there's stone on it. Okay. Like not rocks, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, an yeah, actual yeah. road they built. Yeah. And uh, before that, it was nothing but woods. So, real quick, before we you finish the story, the path that you talk about in Marsville actually is right here. It comes from here all, all the way, way through Marsville, all the way up to New Hope. So, we actually can step on that path right here. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to cut you off, no. but the, the Edison and the, your first time Edison, getting high. My first time, yeah. I was with a bunch of friends, and they just went pot. And I remember, I remember it was so against them. No, I don't want to do it. You know, mom told me not to. I was trying, trying, trying. Tried it. Was like, whoa, I'm flying. This is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like laughing at me because, he, again, I was the weird one. So I never did it. I never did a drive or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And then I became a pothead and smoked just too much. But remember, the brain isn't fully developed at, you know, 14. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. So by the time I was. Uh, I'll get into that. So I did that, whatever. Um, came 16, 17, then started going to parties. Got a fake ID, went to New York, um, started realizing, had secret sex with men. 
because yeah. it made me. You know when you have sex with a woman and you're satisfied, you lean over on your side and you fall asleep and you're comfortable, you feel uh, No, you feel I'm good. just fucking tired. Yeah, I, I, I put in that work. <laughs> I never felt that with a woman. I always felt really? ashamed. I felt, mm. I felt, I felt like it wasn't right. With a man, I can roll over and fall asleep mm. and feel sad. Feel right, right, right. Um, so I, I snuck into New York a lot. I was doing it, and uh, this, is, this is coming up. This is my grandma. This is her. Up from the Olympics in 1968. Really? Dang. Your grandmother was in the Olympics. I don't think so. That's what oh, she just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like. Everything is used. And that's the kind of medals they were she giving out back then? It could be. Sure, she knew somebody who was in it. You got it backwards. Well, no, it's forwards, but I just. just oh, right. Because here's the Olympic symbol. Right, right. I see that. So. This was hers, and I asked my aunt for it for my birthday uh, this year. So nice. they gave me this, and this was my grandmother's. She wore it when she died. Um, it's bronze, gold, and silver mixed together. Nice. I'll nice. make a bracelet. Right. And then I have a, a solid gold angel from her that she wore. Okay. With diamonds in it. Nice. Nice. And then this is what I was telling you before, a Russian, like Russian wicker box they have. It's okay. And then, I don't know what story it's telling, but it's nice to like, because she, she would love it. Right. So I try to, I try to imitate. She her. a big part of your life? She was a huge part of my life. Yeah. She was this beautiful, beautiful, elegant woman, beautiful, long, uh, white, blonde, bob hair. Always very serious here. Hello, my darling. How are you? You know, talk German accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very um, wealthy. Mm-hmm. Not that she was <laughs> wealthy, but you know, very high, a high class broad. Right, right. You know what I mean? Eloquent. Very yeah. eloquent. Right, right. Extremely eloquent. And I always tried to be that. And I was like, why? I'm like, because I don't want to be you. I don't <laughs> want to be miserable and poor. Right. Like you. Right. I want to be somebody and somebody that um, can be elegant. And right, right, right. And you felt that from an early age that like- I knew from an early you age. Wanted to, did you know that you wanted to grow your hair? And then- No, you, this is a way of getting back to my parents. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is way, this, is my, this is my form of rebellion. I, I wanted to grow my hair since I was a little kid. My parents never let me. Uh, so you're a boy. You don't have long hair, you cut your hair. Right. And then as soon as I moved out, I grew it up. Right. I was actually longer. I was actually down to like here. Right, right. And I cut it because it started looking feminine. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to look feminine. Right. But it was too long. So I cut it back up here to make it look more manly. Right. I guess. I don't know. It still looks pretty pretty long. You got your bangs cut and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's a good it's look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ever? So the. You want you want to be on there? I need a sidekick. You did this. You did this. I'm gonna give you an interview. Maybe you might be a side guest right, host right, one right, day. Right, right, right. So, so you're, you're you're in New York. You're having sex. With having men. sex with men. Yeah. That's not. 
what every guy does, you know, that's it sounds like some Studio 54. You ever hear of Studio 54? Of course. Yeah, I it sounds like Paradise Garage. Were like, you living like like no, but the nightlife? Paradise Garage. Right. Right. It's a lot of fun. My ex uh, fiance, um, we were together for three and a half years. He was a lot older than me, very attractive though. Um, told me in the, eight, in the late '80s about the Paradise Garage. Right. It was popping. Yeah. And they would actually blow smoke of poppers. Right, you know, right, poppers right. Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would blow smoke of poppers yeah. in the vents. Yeah, so, so everybody was, like was getting high. people dancing. And they'd all get horny and yeah. dancing and fuck each other. In. It was, it's it funny because I was watching this documentary on Andy Warhol. You know who Andy Warhol yeah, is? Uh, and he would be up in New York and he would say, like, people would give him. Uh, Quaaludes or something. Quaaludes. Yeah, and he would fake take them and put them in his pocket. And at the end of the night, the per- no, the person that gave it to him would be like, "Why are you so normal? I gave you all those uh, Quaaludes. Quaaludes." And he he said to him, uh, "Yeah, you gave them to me, but did you see me ingest them? No." He would pull them out of his pocket and give them back to him. He said he just would drink a little bit, but he would fake out that he was getting high with everybody. Yeah, and wow. you know, there was no liquor hey. served there. Yeah. So right. People went high and then went. went and, yeah, well, this he this was a story about Studio 54, but he was probably partying everywhere. And he, yeah, he, I mean, I still part of this play. There's one that I know of, one, unless any of the viewers can tell me. Either. There's only one disco, like an actual disco, yeah. left in New York, in New York City. City. Gay disco, and it's called The Monster. It sounds pretty. Uh, it's <laughs> pretty they play seventies and eighties. Yeah. You know, they play. Uh, Did you get a lot of summers? Uh, they play the Stones. They play. I, I play a little bit of everything. Yeah. And it's like you know you can drink and just party and forget everything. Do you think that you got a lot of your culture when you were going to New York a lot? I'm very old school. Yeah, yeah. I'm a very New York guy, which is why I'm very hesitant to. I believe it's mediums. And I've seen a few, and they keep telling me South Florida or California, which is weird because I just recently went to South Florida and I loved it. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing for my career there. Right. California, there. Yeah. But why would I want to go to California when New York is right here? Atlanta's becoming a big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, definitely, thing, definitely, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have New York and Atlanta. Why would I want to go to Los Angeles? where everybody's leaving Los Angeles anyway. Yeah. Uh, the pandemic really messed things up. There's a lot of people going to places like Houston. No one wants to go to Texas, but yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of actors and, and, and people finding work in cities like in other places now. Um, what got you into acting anyway? What, like, how did that come uh, out? I was about mm, 17 or 18, and I met a friend named Bo Pierce who was a friend of mine in high school, he was a really weird kid. He used to howl at the moon, so he was a wolf. And, uh... <laughs> the yellow school buses! <laughs> the yellow school buses! And, uh, I said, what are you doing, man? It's been a while, what are you into? He goes, oh, I, uh, yeah, I'm acting. You're acting? Yeah, I always want to do that. How do you get into it? Reach in his pocket and be a part of essential casting. They call it, use my name. I said, okay, I'll call it. It's a casting. It's just a casting. I said, uh, 
what is this? So you're young, you, you come, you take a job, you put your I-9 information in, all that, and you get hired as a background actor yeah. on like major TV shows. Yeah. And my very first job I gave was with Tom Selleck on Blue Bloods. Oh yeah? And, nice. and my first starstruck moment was when, because he looked me directly in the eye and he walked past me and you were probably as far apart as you and I are. And I could smell the cologne as you walked by. Yeah. I'm like, this is what I want to get from you. This yeah. is what I want to yeah. get. And I remember craft services. It was great, wasn't it? The bomb. Um, <laughs> but have you ever seen a group of actors and yeah. the directors at craft services? I've known that. It's like, it's like birds at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like the waiting, movie. They're waiting always waiting to just take everything. Yeah. And you better keep your fucking hands out of the way. Like, <laughs> somebody might need it. Yeah. I, I was an extra uh, in the movie Creed, uh, the first one, yeah. Oh. And... They had craft service. You had breakfast and lunch. Yeah. Did we have dinner? I don't think we had dinner. But anything you could imagine that you want to eat. Like steak and steak, fish. Lobster. Yeah. Dude, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. In the yeah. morning, yeah. In the morning, you go there. I'm just an extra. I have no words in the movie, nothing. Uh, go over there and tell them what you want for breakfast. You can have anything. Anything. They have a line of craft chefs you go to the one person i want an omelet i want scrambled eggs i want this in it i want that they have everything i couldn't really? believe it yeah show business is no joke it's crazy yeah. I, you you would think how much money they spend on these movies is ridiculous but the work is hard the work is not easy it's not easy being an actor how do you uh enjoy I know that it from directing and producing the <laughs> yeah it was supposed to be an eight hour day it took 12 hours to do a five minute short film so it's probably going to take a long, a long time to do a 15-minute one. Right. And, <laughs> you know, you're in there, you're moving the cameras around to get d different angles all day, saying the same thing. There was people in my scene that had to jump rope the whole time. They're sweating, wiping sweat off of their, their selves. Yeah, I could tell fun. why actors get paid the big bucks. Um, imagine being Tom Cruise having to jump from roof to roof. A hundred times, then they switch yeah. the camera on you. But they have stuntmen for that. Oh, true. true. They have stuntmen for that. Someone who dresses and looks like them. Yeah. They have stuntmen. All right. I should have used Jackie Chan because he does his own stunts. Does he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he does his own. Well, that's what he, they say he does. It's in most of his movies. Maybe they, they say that just so he gets more work. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you have your first gig and everything. Um, did that really like you're like man? I gotta get another one. Was that your new drug at that the time? That was my or? okay. It's time. It's time. It's time. This is what you're gonna do. It's time. I don't know how I was gonna get there, but I know it's gonna get there. Yeah. So now I just turned 25. I'm divorced. Um, I'm gonna focus on me now. Yeah. Whether that's through podcasting and getting myself out there, acting. Uh, Making my own film, getting a good agent, somebody who can actually book me on work. Right. You know, whatever I can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a hard hustle, you know. Uh, I know a lot of friends who wanted to be, you know, lead actors and all that. And they're in the actors' union, uh, picking up work whenever it comes. 
Um, how do you find the hustle of being an actor? Is it something that you enjoy, the grind? Or is it something like where you're like, I can't, I should be there already? It's a horrible question. but horrible <laughs> question. I mean, let me put it to you like this. There's people who are in show business who don't belong in there. Right. There's people who are talentless. But they don't care about that. They care about how many followers you have. Right, 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 right. Who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who recommended you. Yeah. So I could be the most talented person in the world. Yeah, but you don't have recognition. It doesn't matter. So they don't give a fuck. They're right. going to go with the person who's a loser. Right. Because they have recognition. Yeah, yeah. And that's just the way the business is. So what kind of an idiot must I be to be in this business? <laughs> well, I think, though, your look, your character, not your character, as in, like, it's a cartoon character but no, who you are uh would make people want to have you on film i could imagine you as a walking dead fucking actor on the show not, also not a zombie, like not a a zombie. Yeah, yeah like a character and also representing the lbg uh community yeah. ut community um yeah i really want to do the slasher yeah like halloween yeah, yeah. i love horror films Right, right. Particularly slashes. Yeah. My favorite film is actually The Babadook. I've never heard of it. And not The Collection? Huh? You didn't like The Collection? I don't know if I've seen that. But look up The Babadook. It's like a British movie. It's scary as all hell. Babadook. And and your new A-B-A-D-O-O-K. But your movie coming out, or that you're going to be doing, is called... The Visit. The Visit. Right. That it already came out. Oh, it already came out? It already came out. Uh, okay. And okay. So, oh, I got um, you. I got so you. So it's been doing great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, really, I'm really excited about that. So tell us a little bit of what it's about. Uh, the Visit? Yeah. So The Visit uh, starts off. So every film has a beginning, middle, and end. Right. And as you know, people in Hollywood are like flies. They have thousands of things to review. They don't have time to sit there and watch everything. So there has to be a beginning and middle of them. The beginning is, is I'm in the rehab with no interest in getting sober. I'm a bitch to the nurse. She comes in here. You know, most of the time, like, oh, it's you again. Isn't it bad enough? You're wearing blue. It's not your color. Then, uh, you know, I'm sitting there lying down. I can't sleep. I'm, ugh, feel like shit. And then, um, you know, my grandmother's ghost appears. And I'm like, one in. I know my darling. You, you know why I'm here. I'm talking, you know, she's talking to me. She's talking to me. Then I have to get very emotional. But imagine doing that scene over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, no. Getting emotional. Getting yeah. emotional. Getting emotional. How do you do that? How do you um, I just, do? You draw from a place that yeah. makes you sad. Yeah. 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 I always found that to be like. Yeah. How how do they cry? How how do you do that? I yeah. Can't. You can do it a good three four times on your own. But eventually you'll need eye drops. Yeah, is that what they do? They use eye drops? I think the last, we did about seven times. I think the last three times I used eye drops. Right, right. But the first four times, uh, there were actual tears. tears. And do you practice that? No. No? It just comes out? Yeah. Jesus. So, and the, the movie is about your grandma visiting you? or It's about her warning me if you keep doing drugs, you're going to die. Right. And then my ending scene is me going, you know, why would you leave me? I have self this. And so this is the denial phase, which is the beginning. 
then she comes and visits me, so it's anger. Mm-hmm. It's I don't believe it. It's, I, no way is it that then it goes to acceptance, uh, which is the end scene where I'm, I'm getting up and I'm turning and I'm looking out of the window, looking for her outside. Right. The stars. Right. And the nurse walks in. Is he still on? What's wrong with you? And it's kind of like, I kind of soldier and she goes to in my face and I say, Nothing, I just, I, I finally, I get it. She's like, oh really? What did you get? What did you get? What did you figure out? And then I look at her and she smiles and said, I had it. To the nurse. Yeah. And then it cuts off. Nice. Now, is that parallel with your real life? How did you... That is based on my real life. It is, right. I did, in fact, have an overdose when I was 16. Right. Um, I was homeless. Uh, I was in a hospital. Um, Didn't know how I got there. And I was placed in in a place called, I don't know if you want to say the name or not, but I'm sure they can. Uh, Carrier Clinic. Okay. In Belmeade, New Jersey. Okay. And uh, it's over. Nice. But the experience was very grim and very dark, and it was very pleasant. Right. And uh, so I'll, I'll never do that again. Right, right. So, and, and I've had slip ups. Okay. There's been times where I've gone to a party and taken a bar or two. Right. But um, would I say it's an everyday thing where I'm taking. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm like prescribed, where I'm taking five or six every day. No. Right. So I am in recovery, mm-hmm. um, but I am an addict. Yeah, but I am in recovery. Will I be recovered for the rest of my life? I hope so. Yeah, but there's no guarantee. Yeah, no. yeah, there's no guarantee. Yeah, I deal with a lot of that in my business. Actually, the room that we're in, we have NA meetings every Friday. Um, you know, I'd love to come to one. Yeah, no problem. I'll let you know after the show. I'm not allowed to come um, because I'm not in recovery, but it seems like they have good turnouts and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I will, I will, uh, I'll be okay. (laughs) I'll be okay. (laughs) Yeah, you got me, right? Um, All you have to do is talk to me for a few more minutes. You'll get recovery after that. So, but you're, you're recovered, you're here, shooting movies. Your life is different than the way it was. I'm sorry, I didn't understand it. I recovered my hair? No, you're, re- <laughs> you're here. Oh. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yo, you're not the only yeah, person that corrects me. <laughs> you're not the only that person that says, I talk funny. You know what I say funny? What? Instead of saying the word both with a T, I get made fun of in class because I tell them to use both. Hands. It's like saying, Both. I'd like to thank my moms. You have one fucking mom. <laughs> I'd like moms. to thank my moms for giving me this award and my pops for doing some my people, mom. Some people have two moms. Well, yeah, I'm fine, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know that. I'd like to thank my moms. And well, there's a comedian, Judy Gold, um, who I love. She made a joke about that and she said something like that. Because she's a lesbian and she has, you know, her son has two moms. Two moms, yeah. So she said, whenever my son goes on stage and says, Yeah, I'd like to thank my moms, 
he actually means it. Yeah. Because she, he, has he has two has moms. Two yeah, yeah. They're out. You know, there's people with two moms. Yeah. Um. So we we talked about the visit and everything. Do you have any plans or future projects that are in the works now? Yeah, this one that I'm doing next Saturday. It's a slasher film. Right. So it's but it's a, a mime. So you know the mimes don't talk; they wear the makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, you know, make a group of friends and they kill us off one by one. But of course, I'm the survivor. Right. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my movie. So <laughs> right. <I'm not> <laughs> no, not at all. But it's going to take place right here in Morrisville under the under the bridge under the bridges there. I'm nice. Night. So it's going to be night exterior. Okay. I don't like night exterior. Why? Because it's night. Night, yeah, but I like to sleep. Ah, uh, <laughs> I felt like uh, during Creed. That's when the good food came out at night. Oh, <laughs> you're not. Is, you're uh, not gonna I'm, have any I'm catering for this. This yeah. is a fifteen hundred dollars, very, very low budget for right. what I'm doing. There's no craft services. Maybe I'll buy someone a bag of cheese. That's. <laughs> I mean, that's about it. Cheese. <laughs> where, where, uh, where will this video be released or this movie? Sorry. Um, this one won't be released. This okay. one I'm going to submit to festivals because okay. it's longer. Yeah. The smaller five-minute one that I did, that I'm going to try to promote and release everywhere. I'm going to try to go on yeah. the shows. You can maybe even show snippets of it. Yeah, we can do that, right? Yeah. Put a little like put a little promo in there. If yeah. you don't sue us, you can be all right. Cool. I mean, I own the rights to it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So I feel like we have not even touch the tip of the iceberg uh, with conversations that we could be having on this show. We um, could talk about so much more. Yeah. But unfortunately, you're weed ladies here. <laughs> <laughs> Cannabis. 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 Lord. Our next you. guest. This <laughs> <laughs> is not my weed lady. This is actually my first time meeting her as well. In person. We've talked plenty of times. But what I want to do is and what we usually do on the end. And, and, and I'll talk to Jordan because I think that you should come back on our very next uh, time that we do a podcast. Yeah, so we can two. have part two. Uh, but at the end of our show, I like to have people... Uh, send any message. I didn't tell you this before because I like it to be candid. Uh, send any message that they want the world to know, either about themselves or about just anything in general. So the mic is going to be turned over to you. This is your chance to spread your message uh, to that camera. Okay, so I look at the camera. Yeah, but you got to do that a little bit better. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> okay, so for anyone who's a fucking asshole, go fuck yourself, okay? Okay. Seriously, go fuck yourself with a big fucking 10 inch dildo. <laughs> okay. That's the first thing I'm going to say. <laughs> Secondly, if anybody is struggling with mental health or drug addiction, seek help. It is not a shameful thing, it is a badge of honor. If you recognize you have a problem, to be able to admit it and say it and put yourself in a situation where you know your doctors won't give it to you, you know your family's gonna watch like a hawk, you know that this is it. I have to find other ways to deal with my emotions. Then uh, I say, do it. 
And if your dream is to be in the arts, do it. Do it. Do it. Be there. Be on time. Learn your lines. Focus. Concentrate. Be there. Um, and uh, yeah, again, most importantly, if you're struggling, which I know you are, because you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't. Yeah. Part two. Get the help you need. Get yeah. the help you need. Save yourself. Save your loved ones. There's nothing wrong with that. Love yourself. And fuck that. You don't have to love yourself first. You can love somebody else. But take care of yourself. That's what counts. Thank you, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell us about that beautiful chinchilla you have on. Oh, this is a fur coat. It's rabbit fur because I'm not rich. So I lie to people and tell them it's like chinchilla or mink or something. But I get a lot of compliments on it, and I, I really love it. I bought it after my first, um, after the first film, my one of my first films I did, I got paid for it. And uh, I, bought my, I bought my fur. Is it beaver or rabbit? It's rabbit. It's rabbit. It's even softer than beaver. You can feel it. It's pretty soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's light, too. You're worried about the heat. And the inside has, like, a cool design. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So. All right. And then I have my little cool, funky Chuck Taylors. Yeah. There you go. So, I like to be stylish. That's it. When you come back the second time, make sure you know you got a chinchilla. I'm, I'll wear the same outfit. <laughs> you wear the same outfit? Or I'll be dressed in all leather. And it can be like one of those, and I'll have a hole in the back of my ass. Yeah. And it can be like one of those leather porn things. I got you. Where you can use the villa to spank you with. By that, by that time, yeah, uh, the box, by, sure by that time, Steph will be on the show. And no, we'll, that, <laughs> we'll have him doing it. I'm not going to do no beatings. No I have assistance for that. Make sure you wear your chinchilla. By that time, your drug dealer will be here. She's not a drug dealer. Not a drug dealer. Experts. Yes. <laughs> no, nobody can see you. You're, you're good. You're good. Sorry. All right. So that's the end of the show. <laughs> this is the Young Black Suburban. We had Dylan Kelly on. Thank you so actor, much for having me. LBGT activist. Cute. Yeah. Recovery activist as well. Um. Thanks for being on the show. It was a Thank great you show. Thank so you much for having me. We'll see you on the next one. Okay. Don't fight me. <laughs> uh, Don't fight me. So